And we are back for another fun week of RPG Pals Club. If you forgot last time, we're, we're going to do an actual recap again. Because we don't do normal recap opening recaps. Normally it's just bits. Yeah, normally I suffer. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're being nice, so no suffering, just recaps. No, the characters are already suffering, and my bits are wonderful, Sam. Are, are you are you Sam-during me? I'm... <sighs> Please with the recap. Please don't be lying about it. No, uh, basically, y'all have run into the Cast Lanterns and uh, Lord Growlhund uh, when you went into Dementliel, but it's somehow a weird, like, L.A. era nebulous. Everyone's going cruising, but there's, like, weird vibes of everybody not having enough, everything being very expensive energy around. And Kier tossed a fish drink onto Lady Castlanter and then Lord Castlanter has ensorcelled them, charmed him even, and ordered him to get a cloak that he is going to steal. And Avinny is not a fan of that. How about that? Okay, that is thank you. You can get back to doing your yes. wonderful bits that are next only week. good. <laughs> yeah, I think next week will just be Sony and Jim's problem. Spoilers. <laughs> That's obviously not why I suggested next week, because we aren't going to be here. Roll that music. To the corner of Tank Top Stop, Baha Smoothie, and Sunglass Shanty, where the five of y'all are being surrounded by interested parties watching this hot goss drama going down. Here, you are attempting to steal a cloak from the Tank Top Stop because you do not have the gold for it. Navinia, you are making aggressive movements, so let's get some. Uh, I, I believe I just spat on someone. <laughs> Yes, uh, so let's get some initiative rolls here, everybody. You also stole a staff. Yes, I did. Initiative roll. Initiative roll. Quick initiative. It's bad. Oh, it's not good. Uh, four. <laughs> Nine. Uh, you want to know the good news? They also all rolled horribly. <laughs> Uh, so you got a nine, Navinia? Yes, I got a nine. You get to go first. Oh, heavens. Uh, doing whatever you want to do here. Oh, why didn't I take calm motions? <laughs> I only remember just now that that's the one I was going to take. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to. Does the staff I'm holding seem to be emanating any kind of magical control scenario? Uh, the staff that Lord Castellanter has? Oh, the cane. Yes. The cane, I, the cane I took. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that is definitely magical. <laughs> I'm going to try to, I 
don't think this is how things work. Uh, focus my like release here because I think the the cane did it. Mm-hmm. So you essentially want to try and see if you can counterspell this cane. Yes. Using the cane. Using the cane, like if like turn it off, but you know, fantasy magic wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've been watching enough fantasy high that I am down for this sort of <laughs> uh, baseball bullshit against the rules. So thank you, Brennan Lee Mulligan. Roll me. Let's all thank Brennan Lee Mulligan. Thank you, Brennan Lee Mulligan. <laughs> thank you, Brennan Lee Mulligan. Thanks, bud. Please tweet at Brennan Lee Mulligan. <laughs> and just say hi. Thank you. <laughs> He deserves it. Roll me an Arcana check, and if you get high enough on it, I will let you burn a spell slot. Oof. Uh, okay. First proper roll. That's not good. That's another not good one. Mm. I got a three plus five is eight. I have plus five. That is bad. <laughs> I will... Actually, no, I'm not going to make you... Waste a spell, but that is uh, your turn unless you want to move uh, as well. Also, bonus action. I mean, yeah, if you have a bonus action. <laughs> uh, I want to uh, run into the shop. Fair enough. And, and I'm, I'm shouting at Kira, like, get a hold of yourself. I'm so sorry. This is not, he's being controlled. Uh, this is not him. <laughs> Lady Castellanter uh, goes up next, just points a finger at you, and what looks to be this force energy dagger just shoots out and uh, stabs you for two energy. She used magic missile. It's then Victoria's turn, and he looks at the crowd that is looking around and looks at you trying to rescue Kier and says, Robot, come find us once you've claimed the cloak. I will leave a present for your friend to deal with. And in front of the two of you, he snaps, and a spiked greenish gray creature appears and just smiles menacingly. What size creature? It is medium. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It also has a long tail. Oh, a whippy tail? Uh, yes. Excellent. <laughs> and then he starts to walk off. Here, it is your turn. Yes, of course, your lordship. I'll have this in well in hand. And uh, I'm just trying to steal this cloak right now. <laughs> Do I have steely cloak? spells? Well, you were intimidating them. You had your rapier out. Yeah, you had intimidated them. Okay, yes. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to take the the cloak off of the rack mm-hmm. and uh, look back to the clerk and say, if you have any intention of alerting some kind of authority, it's in your best interest not to. And uh, I'm, I'm just going to try to keep intimidating him. I feel like with that intimidation <laughs> check earlier, I don't need to use a spell on this. Yeah. No, and then he'd just, like, walk out. Yeah, uh, I guess walk out slash into the big monster. Oh, the monster's going to let you pass. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Oh, no. Oh. oh. Good friend. Good friend. Do I have any... I, I have no rolls against this charming... Well, here's the thing. Like, you're, you serve the cast lanterns, but I'm, I'm not not your friend. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Okay, so here's what I'm going to... I'm going to walk out towards the green monster and looks at him and says, well, now that that business is settled, can I help you with this? Yes. Kier? Go ahead. No, no, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I still haven't used my action, have I, this whole time? No. Uh, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. On? 
the monster and whisper, uh, now, now, play nice, as that starts to echo in its head. Uh, yeah. Uh, it has to make a save of 14, wisdom save. Uh, it fails. Neat. Mm -hmm. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage. Let's roll that now. Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. 12. Mm -hmm. 12 total. Psychic damage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Creature doesn't move into obviously dangerous ground, such as fire or a pit. Uh, yeah, it's just going to run across the street. To the sunglasses shanty? <laughs> uh, no, it would be running into Baha Smoothie. Oh, I thought Baha Smoothie was next to Tank Tops and Sunglasses Shanty was across the street. No, Sunglasses Shanty is on the same side of the street as Tank Top Stop. Okay, okay. So I chucked <laughs> that fish juice across the street yeah. that owns. Mm -hmm. Either that or I ran across the street to chuck it, which still owns. I think you chucked it from across the street. Yeah, that's how I was picturing it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then Lord Growlhund uh, continues the, not really a retreat, just the complete disrespecting of the party. And it is back up to Navinia's turn. Um, Navinia is going to be very upset. And seeing as Kira is fighting with them, uh, I think that's fine. Um, if I cast a 20-foot cube... Including the monster just outside the shop, and there's there's crowd people there, are there? There's just yeah, yeah. There's just a bunch of people there. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Uh, I cast uh, I cast Nathair's mischief. Ooh. Just misspell. Uh, just outside the door, encompassing the creature. I fill a twenty foot cube centered on a point I choose within range. So just behind him with fey and draconic magic and i roll on the mischievous search table to determine what magical effect is produced search 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 <laughs> uh so i need to roll a d4 and i do that by clicking the thing D, &D beyond let's see a d4 that is a four <laughs> the least convenient of the <laughs> uh yes so this massive drop so it starts raining drops of molasses all around this 20-foot area, turning it into difficult terrain until your next turn. It also smells delicious. Actually, they don't fall. They they hover in the cube. Mm. So like in anime, when everything, like the rain stops and like it's got the round droplets, yeah. things real sweet and sticky. Even better. Yeah, that is going to destroy that cake. He's not in it yet. No, but I mean, once he gets in there, I mean, oh. molasses is hard to clean out. Here does say, oh, this would destroy this cake. Yes, you wouldn't want your master having a bad cape. You should stay in the store. You're very supportive. <laughs> uh, thank you. And that ends your turn? Uh, yeah. So the doorway, I'm trying to picture <laughs> doorway mechanics up. So I will move up to the doorway next to Kier as well, just so I'm within range of the creature. Touch, touch range. So it is Lady Castlander's turn, and she says, Oh, I see. You're trying to be your own special robot then, aren't you, Kier? Uh, it, no, it's the, it's the molasses, your, your ladyship, the molasses. I suppose I might need to put some fire beneath your feet. Yeah. And... I'm going to need deck saves from both of you. Dang. 
13. 21. Ooh, nice. All right. So the good news is Kier saves. Good. The bad news is Navinia does not save as a fireball is cast at the both of you. Into the shop? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, they also summon a giant monster. I hope that clerk can get behind a desk. Uh, they don't give a shit as a base of 31 fire damage comes at the both of you. I'm down. My molasses drops. Uh, yep. And do you want to know the good news, Kier? Yeah. You're not charmed anymore. Also, you only take 15. Yeah, also that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Didn't I have... Spare the dying. I didn't. I don't have that spell. Is the thing. Oh, that's my other war. Oh, okay. How close is uh, Lady Castle Lantern? Oh, I didn't. Uh, she's maybe like sixty feet away. Mm. But it is not your turn next. <laughs> no, it's not my turn next. But I do in this at the end of her turn. Mm-hmm. Does my uh. I guess what I'm asking is, can I use my reaction now that I'm no longer charmed? Mm-hmm. I cat. Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. What are you? What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to cast Hellish Rebuke as it has a range of 60 feet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What level? Oh, you only have that as a third level spell. Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> yeah. So I cast that Dexterity save against 14. You know, the good dice uh, giveth, the good dice taketh away. Uh, She fails. Cool. Now I'm going to roll for damage. Keep accidentally clicking that button. Now I rolled it for real. 21? 21 fire damage. So you see her just erupt in flames, like some of the flickering embers that were on you and the now unconscious Navinia (laughs) gather back up and go and sort of like whip at her, burning her. That's cool. May I suggest that they are first taken into me and then tainted with my cerulean light? Ooh. Yeah. Very anime. Yeah. Also, does it ruin her tank top? (laughs) I mean, it's fire. Yes. (laughs) Also, I need to take my damage. I forgot to do that. Okay. Oh. Oh, no. It's still not my turn. It's still not my turn. No. It is Lord Castellanter's turn, and he sighs. You wouldn't be a slave. You wouldn't just let well enough be alone. You started all of this. Every one of these lives will be on your head, Well, And you see him hold up a hand and then slam it down onto the pavement. And emanating from that is a earthquake. Here, I'm going to need you to make a deck save. If you would also like to trip help and save Navinia, yes. then you will be rolling with disadvantage. So a l- little note for the listeners, uh, before we got into this fight, uh, Luke mentioned that we can run away and that this encounter would be deadly by three times so much. Yeah, I, I literally, I literally <laughs> warned them. Hey, we haven't... We haven't attacked the, them. Yeah, the Hellish Rebuke was the first attack against them. Yeah, and they fireballed us before that. So. Yeah. Anyway, let's just click this twice. <laughs> God. Seven. That is not going to be enough. So, Navinia, that is going to count as a failed death save for you. All right. Uh, wouldn't that count as two failed death saves? Yes, that would then. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, shit. I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I thought... No, it's all right. Fun things happen when I die. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well... <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so how much damage am I taking? <laughs> you are going to be taking... Shortest episode ever. <laughs> 12 damage. Okay, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And after doing this, uh, the entire street is in chaos, like a earthquake happened in a public street. So mm-hmm. cars are sinking into this massive fissure that opened up. Mm-hmm. Buildings are falling apart. Luckily, both of you were in the doorway, <laughs> which is a safe place to stay during an earthquake. All things considered. Mm-hmm. And Victoro just says, the next time that I see you, I don't need to finish that threat. And he snaps, and the barbed devil that was hiding fearfully vanishes. Yeah, that had also been fireballs. Mm-hmm. Kier, it's your turn. Everyone's gone? I'm freaking out. Uh, they are going to continue walking away unless you continue to try and fight them. Uh, but everyone is walking away now, not just uh, Lord Castellanter. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, I... I'm just going to pick up Navinia off the ground. Mm-hmm. Maybe do a medicine check. I, I go to the clerk. Oh, let me see if that clerk is... Which clerk? The clerk of the clothing store who you threatened? Yeah, extremely. The the nearest person to... who. Is, oh. If that is the nearest civilian uh, to me and Navinia. Uh, no, it would be someone in a car, especially if you were looking for someone who was still alive. Okay, then I'm going up to somewhat the first person I see in a car. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that clerk got fireballed along with everything in that very expensive store. And then earthquaked. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that also happened. Like there is a loud... <laughs> Look, here, we'll, we'll move on. We'll, yeah. we'll get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what does the first car I see look like and who's driving it? Uh, it is a, like, seafoam green Pinto equivalent. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And this guy made it out generally fine. Just one of the wheels of his car is stuck. And he's like, "Ugh, dang it. This is going to take forever to buff out. My friend. Ah. Uh-huh. We need medical attention. Ah. Uh-huh. And uh, Kier kind of catches themselves and places Navinia uh, in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Rather, they do. I can. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But we need to get them help. Fair. Okay. I mean, if you can get the car out, you can use it to go up the street to the clinic. Uh, I, without saying another word, here sets about to doing so. Uh, roll me a strength check. Okay. Never mind. Here comes my strength check. It's 19 minus one for an 18. Yeah. You are able to just go down. You lift with your back, not with your knees and get the car down there. And you are able to quickly make your way to the clinic and inside Navinia is able to not die from this. Is there a hot doctor? Is it like a hot TV doctor? Oh yeah, like chiseled jaw, tits up to here. Uh, Unfortunately, no. I mean, they're hot, but it's more of a summer camp nurse vibe because uh, they're only like maybe TV 23, 25. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, Mm -hmm. fair. Whoa, what, what like, happened? I'm crispy. (laughs) Fire happened. Bogus. Okay, well, uh, I stabilized your friend. That's about all I have the training to do. Normally, if we just get hurt here, people die. Because, like, they're no longer perfect. So, I mean, (gasps) you know. Also, do you want your build now or later? Later, I suppose. Fair. How much later? 
Uh, we'll, we'll just mail at your house. Yes, perfect. Uh, you can uh, collect my address from my assistant. And I just leave into... I assume Navinia is just still in a room. Uh, Navinia has been stabilized and is back up to one hit point. One hit point? Okay. Yep. One hit point. So is Navinia just in a bed right now? Uh, it is literally a couch. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting a better picture. Yeah. No doctors. If you get sick, you just no, die. Mm-hmm. Really need to push out yeah. ER existing. Yeah. Okay. I say, oh, sorry. You can send it care of... Uh, Lady Castle Lantern, as everyone can attest to on the street during the terrible events, they claimed our guardianship. Yeah, sure, whatever. I, like, don't want to handle the paperwork here, so... Yeah, paperwork's I'm not going to remember that. It is. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Often smoke comes out. I'm gonna... We should go. Just point of order. I meant to say this, uh, and then stuff got really dramatic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but... I was planning on hanging on to the rope. <laughs> Do I still have it? Was it protected magically by fire? Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I succeeded that save. Also, it's on your person. And D&D has a thing where things that are you're holding or that are on your person are not as affected by things that are not being held. I'm leaving it up to Luke. So that's up to Luke. Uh, you know, I, the rope was actually very cheap, so it just went up in a puff of smoke. <sighs> it was beautiful okay. and expensive, but cheaply made. I mean, it wasn't even really beautiful. It was just very expensive, and it was in a store. <laughs> Almost like everything in this world has a veneer of beauty, but is <laughs> fake underneath. Hmm. Yes, a lot has sunk in since you almost died. Yeah. I'm, that came off harsh. I I do the thing in Charmed where like, I run my, I start my hands, my forehead, and I run them back over my hair, and my hair gets beautiful and perfect again. <laughs> Go watch Charmed. The movie. Before we uh, seek either our vengeance or our escape, I'm open to either. (sighs) I just want to say something. Uh Uh, Lord Castellanter, before he Mm. left, said all of these lives were were on me. Yeah, that's not true. That's a bunch of horseshit. He's a little liar. Well, what struck me is I'm going to be completely honest with you. Before you met me, I never cared about anything like Mm -hmm. that and i'm not going to continue to lie and say that i cared much now but i thought you might have been gone in that moment oh i I very nearly was yes and that was terrifying for me well i'm sorry you had to experience that my almost dying I realized that I just centered that on me. Yeah, oh, so <laughs> I think we're like walking away from the doctors at this point. We're not having this conversation at the oh, yeah. cabin clinic. Uh, yeah, no, this is extremely <laughs> midnight cowboy shit. Like camera just 20 yeah. feet ahead of us. I'm glad you're having such emotional vulnerability. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit sore as to this entire experience. I feel like we've been tricked multiple times by several people. And I don't like it. So we should go back to Pierre's. And on our way, maybe we could figure out what this does. And I pull out the, <laughs> the cane, which to me, I imagine has like a, like an amber orb circle top. Like that's just like, like black ebony, like pretentious. Oh, oh, Lord Castellander's cane. Yeah. Did you fully steal it from him? Yes. I got a nat 20. Yeah. 
hundred percent. You never let go of it. No. Nope. No, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, it is a ruby topped cane. Ruby topped cane. All right. Yes. Delicious. Real Bond villain shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somewhere elsewhere, we just briefly cut to Lord Castellanter, who's just walking with nothing in his hand as though he had his cane. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. He, he was like holding like a piece of rubble from casting Earthquake. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I forgot about that as a good dungeon master. Uh, you are currently uh, the owner of a rod of rulership. <laughs> Oh, oh, word? <laughs> yeah. I'll remind you about the death saves. Now I gotta tell you about that cane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. So enjoy your magical item. Thank huh. you. Huh. You can use an action to present the rod and command obedience from each creature of your choice that you can see within 120 feet. Each target must make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. It'll be charmed by you for eight hours. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. It's, I'm its trusted leader. If harmed, it can cease to be charmed in this way. Oh, if harmed by you, your companions, or commanded to do something in contrary to its nature. So you sticking up for me did make sense. Uh, okay. Target ceases to be charmed in this way. The rod can't be used again until the next dawn. Ah, also, harmed by me or my companions. So if someone's charmed and mm-hmm. gets hit by someone who I'm not the companion of, it doesn't it doesn't break. Mm-hmm. That's why Amalia hitting you both with a fireball <laughs> broke the spell. So thank so... you, Amalia. Okay. Yes, we should go back to Pierre. When did when was the big hullabaloo uh, at Sadie's? After. Uh, yeah, that's going to be in another day or so. Yeah. And you need to get an invite. To be able to go into Sadie's. Then we should rest. We should... Before we do that, I I feel like this place has had an influence on me, and I just want to be extra shitty and petty. I... But since we're companions, I wanted to get your opinion of it. Should I just be just so passive-aggressive? To everyone? No. no. You want to see a new trick? I've... Uh, here does a little giddy clap. Oh, please do. I'm going to change that and larger deuce and take Sky, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I just, as a short whistle, she's a, uh, but you know, better. Uh, and then I disco point at the sky and move my hand around and the clouds begin to shape into words. Mm-hmm. And I think it just says Growlhund and Castle Lantern. Never tip and regularly shit themselves. <laughs> I mean, I mean the first related. the first part is less of a problem yeah. for the people in this town, but the second one and the last word is yo. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is written <laughs> in the sky, and we we cut over to the castellanters and Growlhund and. Lord Castellanter looks up, sighs, and then just has to spell magic after it's been up for a minute or two before he had noticed it. People have already magic screenshotted this, too. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That ain't going away. Like, if you didn't see it, you heard about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't resist. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm assuming that Pierre's car is a wreck. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it was in the path of the earthquake. Okay. Well, then we're walking back to Pierce. I mean, you could try and get it out. It's like halfway sunk in. Yeah. Weren't we supposed to wreck it? I, I look at Navinia's. We could, we could pull. We right? could say, we could say this, like, we don't want to be mean to Pierre. He's the only one I suppose we've been, and he could just be just a little, not intelligent. What I mean, I was planning on lying to oh, him. Oh, oh. <laughs> Lies. I always forget that. For as many as I tell, I always forget about lying. I, I agree. That seems unlike you. <laughs> I, yeah. Given what I know, but I still. <laughs> I feel like lying about myself is different from lying to people. Does that make sense? Yes, I think I have more experience in lying about f- circumstances mm. and events and you more your identity. Right, yes. Which... Yes. Maybe less of a lie, in my opinion, but, but... Yes. I'm sorry, so do we want to just try to pull this thing out, or hike on uh, back to Pierre and I don't... tell a sob story? Let's hike back to Pierre and see what he feels about it. Let's. It's probably not going anywhere. Levy was having a party. Yes. So you hike back to Pierre's, which takes about an hour. At this point, the sun has set, and mm-hmm. uh, you see that... Like, actually, most of the houses are very dark, but Pierre's is lit up. There's some people going inside there, and as you uh, get there, uh, a man at the door says, Yes, how may I help you? Navinia has been fixing our clothes as we walk, Mm -hmm. because uh, I realized I doubled down on uh, a cantrip, and I got mending. Ah, you don't look so crispy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kira just does a little flirtatious wink to the bouncer and says, Oh, you're letting us in. And I cast suggestion. <laughs> Friends of Pierre. Uh, you, this guy has to be a 14 wisdom. Do you have a invitation? I'm assuming he passed that. <laughs> yes. I see. Oh, do, I just met Pierre this morning and the most... Terrible thing happened to his car. Oh, yes. We'll go inside then. Excellent. I feel like I wasted some energy there, but come along. And I, uh... I limp along because I have one HP. <laughs> yes. And so you go into the house, which is well lit, but sparsely populated. Like, you heard people talking some not great things about Pierre mm-hmm. and him being unpopular. And that that's kind of the sign here. Like there's a lot of food that's put out, but there's more food than people. There's maybe like three or four other people in here besides Pierre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where, where is Pierre? Uh, Pierre is currently talking to a, uh, another woman who you have not seen yet. Uh, just as we're approaching, I'm in Lavinia's limping here. like, yes, good. Just like that. Look pathetic as possible. Oh, Pierre. <gasps> oh, hey, what, what's up? How, how was the drive? Oh, it was, it wasn't a drive. Did you just assume I, I took the car out for a drive? I mean. Also, Pierre, that's not important. Yeah. Here's what we have to do. The sun is setting and what's uh. more dramatic than a little... Cloud advertising for your party. I, like, don't know. Exactly. Come on. What do you want to say? Ten letters. Ten words or less. Come to Pierre's. There's free booze. 
Yes. Come to Pierre. Like, that's free booze. If you miss this, and then just don't know. You can't miss this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, okay. Does that sound right? Yeah. What are you doing, sweetie? I'm very, very, like, confused. Yes. It's a confusing time. Yeah. We've always had such confusing days. Oh. Yeah. I, like, gotta get something done before this party's over. Yeah. So, like... What do you gotta get done? I made a deal with the wise women. Oh. And if I, like, don't throw a, an absolute banger of a party, then I, I, I owe them some stuff. Mm, like your soul? No, like... Is it, is it your eyes? Flesh. Old women always want your eyes. Livers. I have to serve them for five years? Ugh. Yeah. I don't think this party's, like, going to be a banger. Well... Everyone within several miles of here is going to see sun-written cloud riding, and... Uh, Roll me a charisma check. We'll see how effective that is. Nice. Net 20! 23 total. Oh, no. We're going to steal it and bring people to parties. Net 20. That actually fits my character. (laughs) Uh, You know, a lot of people have seen it. The, Mm -hmm. uh... Castle Enters didn't see it. Yeah. Because uh, they're they're up doing other things. and Also, the clouds, the sky writing was related to that other scandalous thing. So it's everyone's talking about clouds anyway. So everyone's already like looking up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're like looking for the next big thing. Yeah. And so sooner rather than later, a uh, party, like a line fills up and the bouncer. A party carriage. Slowly lets people in to the house. Because it's, it's been a weird day. Everyone's kind of looking for a good party. Mm-hmm. And, like, the house slowly fills. The food starts to disappear. Pierre looks, like, more excited. He's smooching on some people. Yeah. And uh, it, it is a better than average party. But it's not quite a banger? Uh, for you all, it's not a banger. For Pierre, it's probably a banger. Okay. Oh, sweet, sweet Pierre. <laughs> uh, can I take a short rest while this is happening? Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to do this. Um, uh, where are you going to rest? Uh, Ooh, you know what I do? What? I, I set up, we, is there like some bedroom that no one's having sex in right now? Right now. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, I get, move a little furniture and set up like a makeshift, uh, barricade and mm-hmm. then put on my best bouncer pose. Mm-hmm. You know what every good party needs? A chill out room. What? Where you just mm-hmm. zone out. Mm-hmm. I was going to say like it's a VIP lounge and like no one's allowed in and they they think it's that much cooler. Oh, if no one's allowed in? Yeah. Yeah. And the, and you're allowed to just go sleep in there because no one saw you go in. Or, <laughs> you know. And I figure we can take shifts. Mm-hmm. And so after you've like gotten this set up and you've gotten to turn away a few people... A mysterious figure dressed in a black cloak appears. Almost maybe composed of this black cloak comes and silently holds out two envelopes for you here. I, uh, I, I take them and open. I, I look at them. Now, is there a sequence that I'm supposed to open these? You see one of them has your name on it and the other has Navinia's name. Oh, dear. Uh, I open mine. And on it. You see your invitation 
is Sadie's party. And that is where we'll end this week's episode. <laughs> Damn. Oh shit. That's that's good. Solved nothing. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke, your Game Master. You've been listening to RPG Pals Club at rpgpals.club. But yeah, we're available everywhere. If you enjoy this podcast, please let us know. Also, we have a Discord. We have a Twitter. Leave reviews. We have a Patreon, but no one really uses that, which, you know, it's... It is fine. Uh, but yeah, we also all have some other projects. I'm personally on Twitter at Coltrek. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. And if you're looking for a new show to listen to, I am the producer of the new podcast, Tales from the Outlands, which is a podcast about a D&D campaign I'm in with 17 other players, plus our Dungeon Master. So it's the Dungeon Master, one of the other players, and then me as the producer, in a much more reserved personality, talking about this wild campaign we're in. And I've been Eric, a.k.a. Rhythm Bastard. You can find everything I do on my website, rhythmbastard.rocks. You can also give me money by getting my music at rhythmbastard.bandcamp.com and get my new music as I release it at patreon.com slash rhythmbastard. By the time you're listening to this, I have a game that I did music for called Retromania Wrestling, available February 26th. I'm Gina Dazer. Uh, you can find me online at Twitter, if you still use it, because it's full of interesting things every day at Adazer, A-D-A-S-E-R. Or if you want to see some of the arts I'm working on, I have Patreon at Gene underscore Adazer. And, you know, just be good to each other. Watch some episodes of Shinya Shokudo, the Japanese version. It's very good. The ones on Netflix are not the first three seasons, so it's worth it to look it up. It's just wholesome, good, slow experiences content. It's just nice. I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at Frunding underscore Loom. You can also hear me on the Established Property Playhouse as Lem. We are doing a uh, Pokemon fun time campaign with our uh, Game Master Luke and our resident uh, Crocodile Madison. Hi, I've been Sahoni, uh, also known as Gar Atkins, but you can find me on Twitter at Sahoni underscore stuff. That's S-A-H-O-N-I underscore stuff, where I work as a game designer and podcaster and catch me on my other podcast uh barking points memo which is a current events comedy podcast where we like look at the news and then we yell about it but hopefully in a funny way you can also uh, catch up with uh the progress of my almost completely done book uh exceptionals which is an rpg inspired by x-men about the spaces and communities that marginalized people made for themselves and i'm i'm basically just in the art phase right now so i'm doing a lot of art streams lately would be fun to hang out and talk with y'all. Hi, my name's Madison Rowan. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at QuipsterRecru. Everything I do will be linked over there. You can also hear me on Luke's other podcast, the Established Property Podcast, as you heard before. I play Kaz. And you can also hear me on a podcast I do with my brother called Let's Make Something, a podcast about making stories from randomly generated words.